Edge of Your Seat Podcast, back in the building. Okay, we never left. We're always here. Life is life. We all understand that. Podcasts will keep coming, and we are about to blast you with a bunch. So, stay tuned. Let's get to this one first. Episode 227, Byron football coach Jeff Boyer. This is a little old. We spoke in November. Just a few weeks after the Tigers finished the football season, 14-0, undefeated, and won a 3A state championship. Boyer became Byron head coach in 2012 and has only missed the playoffs one time, which was 2013. Since 2016, the Tigers are 59-5, finished second in the state at 3A in 2018, and 2019 and then won the championship this year this past season crazy 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 so three state championship games and the last three seasons played we know the covid deal don't need to you know harp on it anymore the tigers have been to three championship games state championship games one one two runner-ups that is insane very insane Glad we got this one right now because I'm jonesing for some football. I'm ready. I'm ready for August to get here. I'm ready for high school, college, NFL. Definitely. Especially high school because I call the games on WLPO 103.9, WAJK 99.3 FM stations, part of the Starved Rock Country family. I'm blessed to be part of that. Call football games. All the LaSalle, Peru, Cavalier home games with Jeremy Aiken. And then I go on the road with whoever my partner is to haul Red Devils games for WAJK. Might have a little switch up this year. We'll see. Don't know yet. But no, we'll be broadcasting games every single Friday night or Saturday. Whenever the games are played, maybe even a Thursday I heard, we'll be broadcasting. Watching football, talking to people, getting in all the feels of the football season and bringing them to you. What was super cool about this Byron team, my very, very first Chicago Bears game at Soldier Field in Chicago. I've seen the Bears play in St. Louis, but I never seen them play in Chicago. So got to go to a game. Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings, Monday night football, which was super cool. It was a Monday night football game. And they announced the Illinois State Championship teams and Byron came running through with the flag. It was super awesome to see that and be part of it, be there to watch them do that. Especially after I had already talked to Coach Boyer and he told me about the excitement, everything that was going on in Byron, the football team, him, the school, the community. It was awesome. It was very, very awesome. Coach Boyer talks about everything that happened in the postseason run. He talks about his players, his team that he had last year. He talks about the legacy of the program, the community support. And of course, he talks about this team that we're about to see in a month or so here. Being that it is July 15th. So about a month, month and a week. And then we get to see some football. And we get to see this Byron Tigers team that has been on fire for quite some time. Episode 227 is brought to you by Mendota Ford, a community dealership that is here for you. 
I'm your host, Brandon Lachance, that voice that you keep hearing, talking about awesomeness, Byron football, and we got a lot more to talk about as well. It's been a minute since we have talked. Been to a Cubs game. Awesome. They did lose. They got beat by St. Louis Cardinals. That was no fun. Went to a White Sox game. They got beat. Toronto Blue Jays. Ten innings. Went to two pistol shrimp games. They won them both. The College Prospect League team in Peru. It has been Father's Day. It has been 4th of July. I think we got a flag day in there. So hopefully your holidays, anniversaries, birthdays, everything in life that you're enjoying, celebrating, do it to the best. Enjoy the people around you. Never know when that moment can't happen again. So embrace, hug, smile, high five, fist bump. Do all those things with your loved ones. Watch the sports that you really care about, that you enjoy. Have fun doing it all. Mendota Ford is a community dealership that is dedicated to being community first. A small dealership in a smaller town, the staff of General Manager Ski Hartman and his associate Jason Hintz pride themselves in being here for you. They don't want to sell you one vehicle. They want to form a bond, a relationship to get you every vehicle you want in cars, trucks, and SUVs for your friends and family. Ski has lived in Princeton since he was five and has been with Mendota Ford for two years. He has plenty of experience helping you with all of your vehicle needs and he has been in the motorcycle business for 20 years and over 10 years in car sales and management. He knows what he's talking about. Jason Hintz has been with Mendota Ford for seven years giving him the experience needed to help customers in every way possible. You can purchase any vehicle off any lot in the Mendota Ford family. Ski and Jason will make sure they track it down and hand you the keys with a little jingle jangle. To check out the many options on the lot, Mendota Ford is located just south of Mendota on Highway 251. To look ahead or find a vehicle on another lot, check out www. .MendotaFord.com. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries with Mendota Ford. In our absence, we've missed some of the spring sports and their awesome, awesome, awesome state tournaments, state championships. So we got to catch up with the area, see what they did, because we cannot not give them props. All the hard work, everything that these athletes do, give them as much props as they deserve, even if it's a little after they did it. I'm sure these athletes don't mind hearing, hey, congratulations, you did amazing. We want to do it here at Edge of Your Seat Podcast as well. 1A Girls Track and Field State Meet. It was Thursday, May 19th, Friday the 20th, and Saturday the 21st. May 19th, of course, is 1A. May 20th was 2A and 3A. And then the championships on May 21st. For 1A girls, the team results. Tuscola won the state championship with a 57. Newark, one of our schools that we pay attention to, finished second with 54 points. Tied for 11th was Henry Sinanchuan with 24. Byron, 13th with 22 points. Coming in at 14th was Anawan Weathersfield with 21. 
Seneca was 20th with 17. Oregon and Indian Creek tied for 26th with 10 points. Amboy tied at 36th with 7 points. And St. Bede had 3 points for 52nd place. Let's go over our medalist in the 100. Finishing third was Kiara Wessa, a sophomore from Newark with a time of 12.79. Finishing ninth was Nikita Kessling, a senior from Henry Snatchewan at 13.20. The 100 wheelchair, McKenna Pede, a name you'll hear often on this podcast. Junior from Kiwani, she finished second. 40.01 seconds. In the 200 wheelchair race, Pede finished third at 1 minute 41.94. In the 400, Kessling won a state championship with a time of 58.42. Kessling has been an amazing athlete since her freshman year. Talked to her, have done stories, covered her at state track meets. So to walk away, run away, with the state championship, congratulations, Nikita. Also meddling in the 400 was Lauren Althaus, senior from Amboy. She took seventh with a time of one minute, 0.66 seconds. In the 800, Anawan Weathersfield sophomore Kennedy Anderson finished sixth in two minutes, 18.5 seconds. Anderson won two more medals. 1600, she finished fourth in five minutes, 12.23 seconds. In the 3200, Anderson finished third, 10 minutes, 57.69 seconds. Sophomore, three long races, sixth, fourth, and third. Much props, that's craziness. 100 meter hurdles, Megan Williams, senior from Newark, 15.06 seconds takes the third place medal. Also from Newark, Kara Wessa, the sophomore, 15.75 for sixth place. In seventh place was Ellie Jones, a sophomore from Amboy, 15.8. Another local state championship, Byron in the 400 relay. Senior Casey McKnight, senior Elena Julian, Senior, Megan Jackson. And senior, Ava Milburn. 49.79 seconds to take the gold. The win. The first place medal. Fifth in the 400 relay, getting their medals, was Seneca. Junior, Caitlin O'Boyle. Senior, Emma Smith. Senior, Taylor Draves. And senior, Faith Deering. 50.76 fifth place. In the 800 relay was Newark taken second. Freshman Edison Ness. Senior Lindsay Hedeberg. Senior Megan Williams and sophomore Kiara Wessa. 1 minute 45.24 seconds. Finishing fourth in the 800 relay was Byron. The same members McKnight, Julian, Jackson and Milburn in 1 minute 45.64 seconds. So Newark finished 0.24. Byron finishes 0.64. And there was a team in the middle. Talk about a great race at the state meet. In the 600 relay, another state champion, 
Seneca won the 1600 relay with freshman Clara Bruno, junior Anna Bruno, freshman Evelyn O'Connor, and senior Emma Smith in 4 minutes, 5.51 seconds. Byron taking home another medal though, finishing 4th, freshman Skylar Palmgren, sophomore Abby Connell, senior Ava Milburn, senior Megan Jackson, 4 minutes, 8.02 seconds. Megan Jackson just filled up a whole trophy case, whole medal case, in one state meet. The 3200 relay, Seneca came in 8th. O'Connor, junior Ashley Alsvig, sophomore Gracie Steffies, and Clara Bruno in 10 minutes, 5.85 seconds. And another state championship in the shot put. Oregon senior Janae Booth. 43 feet 2 inches taking the state title in class 1a congratulations to Janae taking the sixth place medal in the shot Anwan Weathersfield senior Cassidy Miller 37 feet 3 inches wheelchair shot put peed back on the podcast third place finish 7 feet 3 inches discus taken fifth was Henry Sinanchuan Jr. Lanny Lester, 122 feet, 6 inches. Don't worry, we're not done with state championships. Actually, three more events that we haven't listed off, three more state championships. First, the high jump. Brooke Probst, senior from Indian Creek, 5 feet, 6.5 inches. Finishing second in the high jump was Wessa, the sophomore from Newark, 5 feet, Five inches. The long jump champ, Megan Williams, senior from Newark, 18 feet, 5 inches. Finishing second, here's a name we have talked about, Nikita Kessling, senior from Henry, 17 feet, 8 inches. Quite the senior awards she has won as well. Triple jump, Megan Williams, once again, winning another state championship. 37 feet in the triple jump. Finishing 7th was St. B. Jr. Anna Lopez, 34 feet 2 inches. And Ellie Jones, the Amboy sophomore, took 9th with 33 feet 9 inches. The top 9 individuals medal in each one of these events, just in case you didn't know. In Class 2A, the team scores. Winning the state championship Kankakee with 74 points. Teams that we follow. Kankakee, close, but eh, a little too far away. Still, great program, great athletics. Taking third was Geneseo, 47 points. Tied for 27th was Sandwich with 12. Sterling tied for 31st with 10 points. Dixon had two points to tie for 58. And Rochelle's one point tied for 63rd. The 100-meter hurdles, finishing fourth, Geneseo senior, Allie Raps, 15.07. In the 300 hurdles, Raps finishes second, two medals, 44.01. Taken fifth in the 300 hurdles was Geneseo junior, Annie Worth, 45.35. Finishing ninth was Rochelle sophomore, Olivia Hinkle, 47.17. Geneseo wasn't done taking home medals. The 800 relay team finished fifth 
Every one of the runners are juniors. Addison Pischke, Annie Wirth, Phoebe Schumacher, and Sierra Kruger. 1 minute, 45.25. 1600 relay. Kruger, Pischke, Shoemaker, Raps, all representing Geneseo. 4 minutes, 2.8 seconds. The 3200 relay, Dixon came in 8th, taking home a medal, was junior. Hannah Steinmeier, sophomore Emma Smith, Keely Mick, and junior Quit Nipple. 9 minutes, 56.91 seconds. In the shot put, Sandwich Junior Claire Allen finishes 6th with a 38-foot, 6-inch heave. Allen took 2nd in the discus, 130 feet, 6 inches. And she's got another year to go. Our first state champion in Class 2A in the high jump, Geneseo Jr., Annie Worth, 5 feet, 8 inches. So Worth, 4th in the 100 hurdles, 5th in the 300 hurdles, then wins the high jump state championship. But she's not done. She took 3rd in the long jump, 17 feet, 6 inches. And we only had 2 state champions in 2A in the triple jump, Sterling Jr., Alice Sotelo, 37 feet, 2 inches. Congratulations to all the state champ winners. It's not easy. It is not easy. In 3A, Chicago, Whitney Young won the state title, 53 points. DeKalb tied for 35th with 7. Bringing home some medals, the 400 relay, all juniors, Mia Adaldi, Soraya Watson, Laney Castorina and Heaven Williams, 49.92 seconds, 8th place. The 1600 relay finished 5th, 3 minutes, 59.07 seconds. Watson, sophomore Karima Gonzalez, Costarina, and Williams. Congratulations to all the amazing track athletes that did their thing all season. We're in summer, approaching the dog days. I love summer. We should all love summer, especially if we complained all winter long about it being cold. Well, now it's summer. And we can do the things that we've been trying to do, like fix our home. You seen them, you spotted them during the cold, the ice, the snow, the rain, the dark, the gloomy skies, and thought, hey, this wall could use a fresh coat of paint. The bathroom needs new tiling. We need new shingles on the roof. How about new drywall in every room? new electrical outlets, or any renovations or replacements. Olson Construction is a licensed and insured family-owned and operated company that prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Brothers Keith Miles and Tommy Olson have the skills and over 10 years of experience each to install, demolish, build, recreate, calculate, and formulate renovations in any room, hallway, staircase, garage, shed, or basement. For a free estimate, call 815-910-5982. Check out the Olson Construction LLC page on Facebook or send an email to olsonconstruction19 at gmail.com. As things have been going on and life's been happening, haven't been able to spread the good word of Edge of Your Seat podcast, you know we jotted some stuff down. What are we going to talk about? What do we want to discuss? What do we got questions about? 
What is just crazy? So let's do like a grab bag, kind of rapid fire, quick thoughts about some topics. NBA Finals, Golden State Warriors win their seventh championship passing the Chicago Bulls who have six. So now the Bulls are fourth in terms of who has the most championships. They got six. Warriors got seven. And the Celtics and the Lakers are tied for first with 17. I don't know if we should count a lot of those because they were prehistoric and there wasn't as many teams or as many good players. Nah, 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 nah. That's all sarcasm. That doesn't count. It does definitely count every single one of those championships because they were playing the best players that they had there, the best teams. You cannot take away those championships. And Bill Russell would probably hire a hitman to come find me. Probably more than find me. If I said, hey, your rings don't count, especially since he got 11 of them. Probably wouldn't like that. But congratulations to the Warriors. It is fun watching them shoot. Steph Curry does not get the props that he deserves. He's not a great defender. He does play defense. He's actually picked it up the last couple years. He's a shooter. The best shooter ever. Ever. In the history of the NBA. And it's like, eh, he's alright. But he's not a GOAT. Like, we shouldn't put him in this list of some of the best players to ever play. Yeah, we should. The dude changed basketball, the whole league, because of what he was doing. Add Clay Thompson, the Splash Brothers, a great defensive core, Draymond Green, rotation of centers, block some shots. Steph Curry is one of the all-time greats. I'm not going to put him on my top 10, but he's right below there. He's right in the terms of that. And I know people don't think that way or don't look at him like that. But look what he's done with the Warriors. Look at his numbers. Look at his rings. Look at his accomplishments. He deserves it. Soldier Field, Chicago, scrambling. The city is scrambling to try to get Soldier Field, the Chicago Bears, to stay in Chicago. Because right now, they're leaving. They're going to Arlington Heights. And they are going to build the crazy structure of all crazy structures. Football, a resort, casino, restaurants, everything for the McCaskies, the owners, to rack up the dough. That's exactly what they want to do. They do not want to pay Chicago to stay at Soldier Field and play there. Because they don't own it. So they pay for it. They rent it out. The McCaskies don't want to do that anymore. They want to bank on every single cent that the Bears bring in. And even when they're not good, the Bears still bring in money because we all love them. And even if you don't, I do, and I have enough love for the both of us. Two episodes ago on 225, we had Mike Turk, Mendota native, was coaching at University of Illinois, track and field. He had been there for quite a while, head coach, taking over the girls, was doing both the last year. And then he got fired. Read some stories, some interviews. Athletic director at University of Illinois says it's just time to cut ties. We got a lot of new things coming. We haven't won a Missouri Valley Championship since 2015. Something needs to change. They thought it was Mike Turk. I think this is unfortunate. He is a great man, a great coach, and hopefully... We can get him on to have a word with us about what happened. Isaiah Roby, the player from Dixon, 
NBA player that is, is now a San Antonio Spur. Went into free agency. Spurs decided like, hey, we need a big guy, athletic, can shoot the three, can play a little defense. Let's grab Isaiah Roby. Awesome pickup. I'm a fan of his. Talked to him when he played basketball. Believe it or not, LaSalle Peru beat the Dixon Dukes three times that year during Isaiah Roby's senior year. And I've seen every single game. That's the only reason I bring it up. I covered each and every one of those games. Great games. Isaiah Roby is a great player. Andre Drummond signs with the Chicago Bulls. I am pumped. The one thing we did not have last year when we were winning all kinds of games before the All-Star game was defensive size inside or capable rebounders. No offense, Nikola Vucevic, not a great rebounder, plays shysty defense to say the least or the best, however you want to look at it, just wasn't enough because the Chicago Bulls did not have anybody behind them with any size or dominance in the paint. Well, now they do. KD requests a trade. Kevin Durant does not want to be a net any longer, wants to go. But of course, him or the Nets, I'm going with the Nets, want the kitchen sink, the plumbing that goes with it, the finished basement downstairs, the new roof, and the three cars in the garage in order to get them. Don't know if this trade's going to work, but when it does, we will talk about it because it's going to be interesting. As a business owner, one of the issues you have to be aware of is injury and liability to your staff. An injury can lead to open shifts because an employee is unable to work, a possible lawsuit, and other grievances at the workplace. SureStep Illinois is a woman-owned small business based out of Tonica that is here to help eliminate those injuries and liabilities, which are the number one workman's compensation claim in America. SureStep Illinois is a non-slip treatment that will not change the look, texture, or appearance of the tile it's placed on, whether it's residential, business, indoor, or outdoor applications. The non-slipness has been independently tested in labs as SureStep has achieved the highest dynamic coefficients of friction in the industry. Competitors are slipping to catch up. There's absolutely no business downtime as the tile or floor SureStep is applied to can be worked on, stepped on, jumped on, danced on, right after the treatment is applied. SureStep by Illinois also offers strip waxing, non-slip coatings for a little extra stick with some texture and look changes to the applied surface. Contact Mary Jane Orozco at 815-488-6565 to get SureStep Illinois today. Few more things want to break down, then let's get to Coach Boyer, Jeff Boyer, and the Byron Tigers football team. Baker Mayfield traded from the Cleveland Browns to the Carolina Panthers for this upcoming NFL football season for a fifth round pick. Wow. He was the first pick in the 2018 NFL draft. He leads the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs for the 2020 season. They win their first playoff game since 1994. And then they trade him for a fifth round pick. So, this is saying a couple things. It's saying, hey, it wasn't Baker Mayfield. It was our defense. They're the ones that did it. And they do have some beast on that team like Miles Garrett. 
nasty, nasty man that guy is. Or his issues that we've heard about, either behind the scenes or on the camera or whatever, are becoming too hard to deal with. Or they just think it's time to go on to somebody else. He's really not that good. I'd go with a little bit of all. I don't think he's good at all. I do think he causes issues. I do think it was the defense. Just my thoughts. Rest in peace to James Kahn, 82-year-old actor, passed away. I remember him most for The Godfather, Sonny Corleone, and Elf, of course, Buddy's father. But actor, I definitely enjoyed whenever I seen him in a movie. He was really, really amazing. Rest in peace. I believe the way you say this guy's name is Derek Chavin. I call him the idiot cop who killed George Floyd by putting his knee on his throat, not listening, not understanding that the man could not breathe, killed him. He was sentenced to 21 years for violating George Floyd's civil rights. Probably should have got 35 to 40. But he's in prison where he belongs. We can move on by calling him Derek or the idiot cop that did something really stupid. Well, let's get to Coach Boyer. Let's talk some Byron football. Let's try to get rid of those football Joneses we're all experiencing right now. We need some football right now. So let's talk about it. Coach Boyer. Until next time. Peace. Football season just got over. It's a sad time for all. Except winning coaches, state championship coaches. And I have one with me right now. Jeff Boyer from Byron. Man, Coach Boyer, you had an amazing season. Yeah, it was unreal. And the way the kids did it in the, the playoffs was uh, made it even more special. So a lot of fun and, and a lot of memories made for these kids. Did you guys go undefeated? Yeah, we 14-0 this year. That has to be – is that your best season? Yeah, we, we've had some pretty good ones. Um, I know in 18 we finished 13-1 and one and runner-up, and then 19 we were 12-2 and two runner-up. Uh, real close both those years, lost both those – title games by four so this is the first time in my tenure as a coach that we've gone uh, 14 and 0 just talk about how you know after that championship game you the team celebrating and knowing how special what you guys just did was yeah i mean the kids were ecstatic and and they should be the state championship game was a little less dramatic than the two previous to that so it didn't have quite the same feel the semifinal game did and the quarterfinal game did but you know, to win a state championship and finish 14-0, I mean, it was a great feeling, and these kids just so excited they could do that. Has it wore off yet, or are you still like, oh my gosh, we're state champs? <laughs> I don't know if it's sunk in yet. I mean, it, it, it was such a blur as it's going on, and, you know, the, the postseason is just such a grind as a head coach. You know, you're pretty much working 35 days straight, no breaks. Uh, you don't even have time to think about it, and... and you know, sit back and, and really, you know, soak in what's going on. So, you know, I'm, I'm just exhausted at this point. But, you know, reflecting back to win a state title and, and do the things that these kids did, it, it was truly amazing. So, uh, you know, what a year and uh, certainly something the community is going to remember for a long time to come. Let's talk about that state title game. What was it about that game that led you to the championship? And it was kind of a dominant performance from you guys. If you kind of look at our run, you know, the, the quarterfinal game against Reed Custer, we ended up winning that one 28-24, and we scored with, I believe, nine seconds on the clock to uh, to win that game. 
the IC game in the semifinals. I mean, we were down 14 to nothing for the majority of the game. And we had two drives in the fourth quarter that we uh, that we scored on. Uh, the first one, I think we scored with, I don't know, three, four minutes to go. Kicked the extra point, cut it to 14 to seven. Kicked an onside kick, recovered it, and then drove back down and scored with five seconds to go on the clock. So we were sitting at 14-13. Decided to go for two. Uh, the kids wanted to go for two and go for the win. Uh, and I was all in on that as well. So they got it, ended up 15-14. We really didn't have any time on the clock after that five seconds. And then the state title game, you know, I thought our kids came in confident, ready to go. A lot of these kids have been in the state title game in 2019 or were dressed for that game. Uh, so the experience at NIU was very familiar to them. And I thought, you know, that really showed uh, in the game. I thought we played, you know, a really, really nice game. Uh, solid defense, ran the ball well, pass on the first drive to score, really loosened the defense up, and I, I thought our kids played a solid game in the state championship game. If you can refresh our memory, what was the final score of that state championship game? 35-7. to 7. Just another day in the office. It was kind of nice having one that, you know, what wasn't down to the wire where we had to score in the last 10 seconds to win, so a little bit of relief for a head coach to you know, be in control for most of that game. Definitely. The semifinal, when you went against however you want to call them now, whether it's Elmhurst, IC, Catholic, or Immaculate Conception, I saw them against Princeton, and they just looked dominant. A couple people that I could see playing D1 ball, and you guys beat them, and I was like, hey, Byron did it. I didn't know if it was going to happen. I thought they were the state championship team. Watch you guys beat them. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. They are a great program. They do have great athletes. There were some concerns going in with, with their athleticism and uh, and being out in space. But, you know, I, I really feel like the way that we play football here at Byron, it, it kind of it, it gives us an opportunity to beat a team like that. You know, we run base offense. We keep the ball in our hands in that game. And actually, I think the last three, we were right around like, 33, 34 minutes of, of possession time. You know, when you can keep it out of their hands and play good defense, you know, when they do have the ball, I think that gives you a really good chance against great teams, and that's what's happened. You mentioned they have some great players. So do you. Let's talk about some of the players that, you know, helped this state run become possible. Yeah, you know, the first one that I would highlight is probably Chandler Binkley. Uh, Chandler was all-stater this year, uh, also a starter in, in 2019, so he's a three-year starter here at Byron. Played tailback for us and, and also uh, linebacker. He actually played outside linebacker the majority of the season, and then the Reed Custer game in the quarterfinal, uh, we moved into middle linebacker, and that made a huge difference for us. I mean, it, it just put you know our best player on the football uh, the majority of the game. You know, Jake Lenz is another kid that I would talk about, you know, doesn't get much recognition because he's you know playing on the line, but uh, started at right guard for the last two years for us. Also started on the defensive line. We bumped him around, defensive tackle, defensive end, so kind of played all over the place. But just a really really nice player for us. And then uh, also you know Ethan Paul's kill. I know you know he had a phenomenal season at wing back and corner, and uh, was really highlighted a lot in that state championship game. I think he had three touchdowns. Really balanced, you know, catching the football. Running the football in that game, I think he had about 70 yards in each area. And also, you know, probably played one of his best games at cornerback in that state title game. So, you know, those kids are, you know, three seniors that really had great years for us, along with the rest of the kids. You know, I mean, 
our uh, our group of kids, it, it wasn't a, a team where you, you know, had a, a bunch of kids that are, are Division One players or, or All-State players on this team. Uh, it was a lot of kids that were very good football players that came together uh, as a team and, and just played solid football throughout the postseason. And that's what I think I'm most proud of is that, that this was just a great team and, and it took a great team effort to win a state title. We certainly get tested throughout the year and the Big Northern had some crucial games in, uh, in our conference that really prepared us for the postseason. Genoa Kingston, they were a 4A quarterfinalists, and we had a real tight game with them, 7-3. to And then also Dixon, real good spread team we played at the end of the year that really kind of prepared us for some of the things we were going to see in the postseason. It was a good run for sure. Ends with the state championship. Three years that we're actually playing, you know, you got to throw in the COVID-19. As you mentioned, runner-up, runner-up, win a state championship. Since you've been with the team since 2012, only one season, you haven't made the playoffs. Byron known as a powerhouse. I mean, that's got to make you feel good about your program, the kids that are in the Byron community, and what your football team's been able to do year in and year out, and then cap it off with the state championship. Yeah, it really does. It's a lot of hard work that goes into that, and that's not just me. We have great support here from all our parents. Our kids are bought in. They work very hard. And uh, we have a coaching staff that, that does the same. So, you know, it's it's really a, a whole community effort to get this thing to where it's been. And uh, we want to continue to stay there. But like I said, we, we got a lot of people that, uh, that work very hard at this. And, and, you know, Byron's a football town. And it's a big deal here in Byron. Definitely. I think all sports are a big deal in Byron. You go anywhere. There's sports memorabilia. Your gym is amazing. I went to a wrestling sectional there one year for a paper, and I was just blown away by how big the wrestling room was, the trophies, and just the drive to be athletes with Byron community. It was crazy. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, we wish the rest of the, uh, the sports here the best of luck. You know, we hope for great things for all those programs as well. For listeners that don't know much about Coach Jeff Boyer, where are you from originally? I actually grew up in Byron, so right back home and uh, wouldn't want to be anywhere else, wouldn't want to raise my kids anywhere else. So did you play athletic sports for Byron? Yeah, I did. I graduated in 2000. Uh, I was on actually the 99 state championship football team. I also wrestled at Byron and uh, had an opportunity to be a part of a state runner-up finish my junior year and and then also played baseball uh, here at Byron. So three-sport athlete, all four years here at Byron. Pretty much a jack-of-all-trades. <laughs> well, what, what else do you do? You're a high school kid. You want to stay involved. And, uh, you know, I had great experiences here at Byron, great coaches that really made, you know, those programs special. It's really pretty cool is Byron has two state championships in football, and you played on one and coach the other one. That, for you, has got to be a pretty, you know, impressive thing or something that you can smile about. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Probably a pretty unique thing here in the state of Illinois. You know, there's certainly a lot of coaches that, that probably played and won a state title, and now they're, you know, coaching their teams a state title. But to do it, you know, at the school that you went to, I think is probably a pretty unique experience. And, uh, it's, and it's one that's special to me. I'm back here doing what I'm doing because... I had such a great experience here, you know, academically and also in all my sports. I just want these kids to have the same experience. So I'm back here, you know, trying to get back and, and do some positive things for the kids in the community. Awesome. Moving forward, 
I'm sure you don't want to change things. Like I said, perennial powerhouse, just won a state championship, third straight trip to the championship game. How do you keep that going? Are you going to lose some seniors? How do you keep this program jiving like it is moving forward? <laughs> it's funny you ask that because, because every year we kind of look back and, uh, you know, look at some of the seniors that graduated and go, how are we going to replace these guys? And it seems like we have kids every year that, that work hard, step up, and, and fill those voids. And, and we would certainly hope that the same thing is going to happen in the years to come. So, you know, we just keep plugging away and keep working hard in the weight room and keep working hard on the practice field. You know, good things have happened, and we'll continue to do what we do. Very cool. Well, from Edge of Your Seat Podcast and myself, Brandon LaChance, congratulations on an incredible season and, of course, the state championship win. Thanks. We appreciate the coverage. Before I let you go, we have every guest on Edge of Your Seat Podcast play a game. We're going to play a little rank them. It's Christmas season, fireplace, hot chocolate. You got to throw in a movie. Let's rank some Christmas movies. You ready for this, Coach Boyer? I think so. <laughs> All right, I'll throw you four Christmas movies. You just rank them one to four, four to one, your choice. And we'll go from there, see which movies you like the best. Okay. We'll go Home Alone, The Grinch. We'll go the original Grinch, the animated one. Christmas Story, and we'll throw in Santa Claus with Tim Allen, the first one. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to do my best, and I have three young kids, so I have plenty of experience, you know, watching all these movies. I would say probably at the top of the list is Home Alone, probably number one. Got to go with maybe, uh, let's see, oh, The Christmas Story is a, it, it's a classic, so we'll have to go number two, Christmas Story. And then back to my, my childhood days, uh, we just had a Grinch birthday party for my daughter. So we'll go that, number three. And then what was the fourth one, the fourth movie that you said? Oh, the Santa Claus. Yeah, Tim Allen, Santa Claus. So, yeah, that, we'll put that one at number four, although that's a, that's a pretty good one as well. We've seen that in the last couple of weeks. So you're watching Christmas movies all the time, really? Oh, now that we're done with football film, yeah, I always sit back and watch some Christmas movies with the family try to catch up on family time you know home alone's always up there i, I thought maybe you go with uh christmas vacation and, you know that would that would certainly be my top christmas movie i thought maybe you'd mention that one but lots of good ones out there how do i not add clark griswold what was i thinking i was totally expecting that one and i was gonna put it at the top of the list me and my brothers we always laugh about it. and every time it's on you know i have to watch that movie it's just a it's a classic well, in football terms, we'll just say it was a late addition. We had to pull him up from JV to play him on the varsity squad. We'll, we'll put that one at 1A. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Well, Coach Boyer, like I said, congratulations on everything you were able to accomplish. You have a great, great, impressive resume going on for Byron football, and I'm pretty sure it's going to continue. Thank you for joining us at Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Brandon. We appreciate your time.